Hi everyone, this is Cindy Thompson. I am a fourth grade science teacher. I chose to do this podcast on chapter 12, which is teaching and learning with technology and science, engineering and mathematics. Um, The focus of this chapter for me was basically uh, teaching and learning with technology and science and engineering since I am a science teacher. Um, This chapter is about integrating STEM and also being able to make those connections with technology and science and engineering. It does go into mathematics. I don't teach math, so it was a little bit more um, relatable using the science and engineering with technology for me. The Some of the key points of the chapter were the three types of STEM integration. STEM content, which is it merges learning objectives from multiple disciplines, and it also allows students to understand how real-world STEM problems are pursued and solved. This is the most difficult type of STEM integration. It has six tenets, context, engineering, design of technologies, redesign, mathematics and science content, student-centered pedagogy, and evidence-based reasoning, teamwork, and communication. Context integration is another type of STEM integration. It uses one discipline while using context from others to create meaning, relevance, and motivation to solve a problem. STEM tools slash app integration is one discipline that uses things like simulation technology used within another discipline to help students learn. This is one that I think about a lot. Um, We use, I know I use Scratch a lot in class. And Scratch is one tool that can be used across multiple disciplines. Um, It is a STEM tool that teaches coding. It can be Scratch Junior, Scratch 2, any of those things they teach coding. And it allows students to create a presentation or a storyboard based on a concept. So it can definitely be used in all content areas. It is not limited to just science. We use it for um, students create a presentation or a storyboard based on a science concept. A lot of the times we, when we do volcanoes, that's um, when students choose to use their scratch project for that. And it allows them to integrate that technology while still keeping the science concept and telling the story of their volcanoes. Uh, for the most part, STEM uses the NGSS standards. Um, I think one of the hardest and most challenging things, and it was it was discussed during the chapter, was integrating technology on a regular basis and for teachers to understand what technology means when it is related to science and engineering practices for teaching and learning. I think this is something that a lot of teachers struggle with. Um, I know that I have in the past and I know that our school does in particular. One of the beneficial bridges for science and technology is using a 5e instructional model where students um, have engagement, exploration, explanation, elaboration, and evaluation. This is one of the instructional models that we use at our school. Um, It allows students to connect science to their lives, experiences, things that they can totally relate to, and it helps them build on those experiences. Another way to utilize STEM is citizen science projects. They are online projects that engage students by making them partners, active partners in science investigations. 
Uh, one of the ones that I have used in the classroom and that I will continue to use is the Project Theater Watch from Cornell University. It uh, provides teachers with a bird identification key and instructions on how to stock a bird feeder with different types of bird seed. Sometimes we create our own and other times I will purchase a pre-made bird feeder and then just stock it with different seeds and stuff. It allows students to gather data that can be used directly um, and submitted directly to the website. And then it allows different opportunities for spreadsheets and information that gives uh, bird information on based on your geography and your region. My students love this. Um, they love using it in the classroom. Like I said, it's a great for gathering data and teaching them how to collect that data, what that data means, how to track it, that kind of thing. Um, it is a beneficial one that we use in the classroom and one that I'm familiar with. Um, another uh, key point to me was using things like virtual labs, virtual si simulations, things like that. We are in a type of education world that we're not used to being in normally in a science setting. We use hands-on labs, students share materials, they create experiments, and can use those critical thinking skills in those type of experiments. Well, due to COVID, I know that me personally at our school, using virtual labs has become, our virtual simulation has become the go-to to help students understand and develop that critical thinking on inquiry-based science. Um, the virtual labs provide students with understanding a little bit deeper than just me telling them this is what it looks like, that kind of thing. It allows them to be more engaged um, and evaluate more of that hands-on lab experience. Uh, we also use 3D models. Incorporating 3D models, virtual models in a classroom are very beneficial and help definitely tie science and technology. We use the um, a 3D model of the eye. Students learn what the lens, how to look through the lens for the eye, what the lens purpose is, uh, how does it reflect light, that kind of thing. It's very beneficial to help them understand the different parts of the eye, the purpose, that kind of thing. It allows them to um, participate in something that they might not normally understand. Uh, without being completely hands-on. So I definitely think that the virtual models are great to use in the classroom. I use them um, and I try to encourage my uh, coworkers to use them as well. Another thing uh, that is great to be used are clickers for student responses. This um, is a great way to get feedback, to make sure that students are understanding concepts, that kind of thing. It's a great way to incorporate technology, again, in any aspect, any content area. Um, we use them. I know many schools use clickers. It's a great uh, answer response system. So a lot of the challenges that have to do with this chapter and, and with teaching with technology and science and engineering especially is that engineering has to do more with the human designed world instead of the natural world. Science studies the natural world. Engineering is more concerned with the human design world. Engineering is a little bit harder sometimes for teachers to understand the literacy behind engineering because engineering does not always have its own set of standards. Normally, they're incorporated in a science standard or in a mathematics standard. 
but they're not standalone standards. So in science, we use NGSS a lot. And NGSS incorporates the engineering uh, performance expectations in their science standards. So they're built in, they're not um, standalone. So sometimes they can be a little bit tougher to determine and to ensure exactly what they're asking. Um, and it also sometimes can be challenging to set those learning goals for students. Engineering is something that is a design process. It is a problem solution. Students use engineering with technology, with science, with math. They can build things uh, that would solve a, a problem and take them apart, try to figure out the best way to do this, go back to their design process over and over, make changes to find the solution that is successful. Uh, we use the earthquake tables a lot um, in our science department just because we teach a lot of natural hazards. And so having students build buildings that would sustain an earthquake um, is very important. It helps them identify problem and solution. It also gets them more involved in what are the important components of this when it comes to science and engineering. Can we build something that would, would sustain a larger magnitude earthquake and what are the core parts of that? Is it the foundation that's the best? Should it be a taller building? Should it be a shorter building? Should it be wider? And it allows students to engage in that problem solving and design process to where if it doesn't work, then you can always go back and change your design to come up with a probable solution. That is what engineering is. Um, it works well with science and math, especially, but it can be used in every content area. So strategies, technology strategies for science instruction, um, supporting science skills and concept learning is super important with technology integration, being able to support that information and help students develop their science skills and understand what the concepts mean. Those kind of things are great components for STEM. My master's degree that I'm working on is in STEM curriculum and instruction, so this is something that's more important to me. Uh, I do enjoy teaching it. Using STEM in the classroom is a bigger component than just, just teaching science or just teaching technology or just teaching math. Being able to incorporate it well-rounded and have students more engaged and understand those critical thinking concepts and being able to use higher order thinking to solve problems. And a lot of times these are real world problems that students have to solve. Understanding that that has an impact on the real world helps students to understand science, understand technology. And technology can be something that is difficult for teachers to use. I think that that is one of the hardest parts. Um, I know that Using podcasts in the classroom are an excellent choice. I use them. We um, listen to several different ones that are either storytelling. We, we listen to one that's about building a robot, that kind of thing. Students are actively engaged with the podcast. They seem to get a lot of benefits from them and learn a lot from them. Um, and they seem to enjoy some of it's just storytelling, whether they're used in storytelling, whether it's a step-by-step -step process that they can listen to for podcast episodes. Students seem to be more engaged when using something like that. Um, so it seems to be a great tool and resource to use. 
I really enjoy um, teaching with technology, learning about technology, incorporating it in science, incorporating those engineering processes and using technology and bridging between science and technology using engineering practices.